This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting Corporation and Supertalk Mississippi Media. Thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Jolan Insami, your co-host, joined by economist Natasha Serdorch, co-founder of International Leaders Summit and the Jerusalem Leaders Summit. America's Roundtable guests include leading voices from business, government, media, energy, technology, healthcare, and the broad policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Spotify. Visit America's Roundtable at americasrt.com. americasrt.com. Follow us on Facebook, America's Roundtable, and Twitter at americasrt. We invite donors and advertisers to reach us by visiting our website, americasrt.com. Welcome to America's Roundtable. It's Saturday, and good morning, and welcome to America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C. This weekend on America's Roundtable, we are truly delighted and honored to welcome an inspiring leader, one of America's most extraordinary entrepreneurs, John Katsimatidis. And John Katsimatidis was born on the Greek island of Nisiros in 1948, and six months later, his parents emigrated to New York City in search of a better life. By his 25th birthday, he has achieved success with 10 red apple supermarkets scattered along Broadway on Manhattan's Upper West Side. As a young man, he went from grocery store clerk to what he calls a common sense billionaire. In his new book titled How Far Do You Want to Go, now available on Amazon, John is detailing how you can do the same. John Katsimatidis presides as a chairman and CEO of United Refining Company, grocery conglomerate Red Apple Group, and owner of Red Apple Media. And without further ado, we extend a warm welcome to John Katsimatidis. Thank you, Natasha. Thank you, Joe. And uh, I'm happy to be with you again and, and talk about uh, what's going on in the world and what's going on with us. And uh, the world's getting more complicated every day. Exactly. Yes, That's so correct. true. And John, the recent piece that you actually published in the New York Post titled Car Makers Unsafe, Un-American Push to Eliminate AM Radio. You warn us about some automakers' intent to eliminate the AM radio option in all gas-powered and electric 2024 models. You mention the important fact that every major city uses AM alerts during man-made and natural disasters. John, where did this idea come from and what is the reasoning behind it to completely eliminate the AM radio? Well, first it started with the electric vehicles and some of the electric vehicle companies said, oh, we're going to eliminate AM radio. Uh, then a couple of weeks ago, Ford. Ford says, oh, we're, we're going to eliminate AM radios, maybe FM too, and we're going to eliminate it on all cars starting 2024. I mean, this is insanity. Yes. Well, AM radio has been in our country for over 100 years. Uh, I was in Las Vegas for the uh, radio conference a couple of weeks ago, and I met with the FCC, and I met with the FEMA, and they were, they were appalled. Because AM radio, uh, with all the, the 50,000 watt clear channels, AM radio, that the, the special uh, AM radios that are attached with the Department of Defense and now with FEMA, in case of emergency, 97% of the American people get to hear what's going on in the world in case of emergency. 
Absolutely. If you have a car and the electric car goes out, what's going to happen? Mm. Nobody's going to know. And they're not going to have the ability. So everybody starts to ask questions. Why are you doing that? It's part of Department of Defense, part of FEMA. And, and the FCC is upset about it, too. Mm. Uh, one of the other things that came about is uh, if Ford gives you a, a car and has a radio in it that costs $200, they don't care about the $200. What, what some people are saying is that they want to charge you $9.99 every month to have electronic radios. So maybe it's all about money. Right. But, but AM radio, look, they're trying to take away gas cars. Mm. They're trying to have only electric. Even last week, I had Senator uh, Ernst on, and the military wants to have electric cars. Yeah. What happens if you're in the middle of a war? Exactly. How, how right. the war? I mean, so the, the silliness is not stopped at all. Right. So you're not going to have you're not going to have a telephone if you have a, a an EMF or where the EMF. I think Joel, you know about that, where our grid goes down. Exactly. That's you'll right. Have, you'll have no radio, no car. You won't be able to cook if they if they take away gas stoves and they only want electric stoves. So you, you you're not going to be able to drive. You're going to be starved to death. And then I'm exaggerating a little. And then what's going to happen? I mean, it, there's a war going on in America. They're trying to change our lifestyle, and I'm very very much concerned about it. And John, in fact, uh, Natasha and I were not really aware of it until you brought it to our attention uh, when we sat down together with you and Margo for dinner and you enlightened. On your birthday, we had, we had dinner on your birthday and I uh, brought it to your attention. And I wrote an op-ed piece, yes, uh, which I'll send you a copy if you haven't gotten it yet. And uh, the New York Post published it. And, it, you know, the New York Post now is the fourth largest newspaper in the country. So it got wide distribution. And uh, I'm going to put in a call for the CEO of, uh, of Ford to say, why do you want to take away RAM radios? And uh, you know what I'm going to tell him? Tell him, don't make the same mistake Anheuser-Busch made. Exactly. <laughs> Anheuser-Busch, the value of the company went down $5 billion because right. of certain woke culture items that they want to do. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And, and our listeners are in America's heartland, in the Midwest and the South. And actually, Natasha and I had an opportunity to visit uh, the state of Mississippi. We went into their emergency nerve center, and we realized how communications is so important when you get hit by tornadoes, you get hit by hurricanes and other storms, and AM radio becomes that lifeline to get information out to people. So what you're doing is, you know, really coming to the rescue of all our fellow Americans that may be facing hardships and challenges down the road, and you're sending up a wake-up call for all of us to get involved. So, John, at a very practical level, what can our listeners do? Uh, should they call their members of Congress? Uh, should they call Ford? What should they do to get involved? I think they should call. They should call Ford. They should call the members of Congress. And you know what I said? In, in all our companies, I don't know how many company cars. Uh, we have, we might have almost a, may, we may have a thousand, I don't know, but I'm going to issue an executive order for me as a CEO, no more Fords. Well, they'll have the same problem with 
No more uh, Budweiser beer. No more Fords. Yeah. And let let him put it in his pipe and smoke it. Right. right. And me and you, you know, in your article, we read it. And you mentioned what the research shows, actually. And a Pew Research Center survey last fall uh, found that nearly 50% of U.S. adults get their news from radio. And about 47 million Americans still listen to AM radio regularly. Absolutely. It's absolutely correct. I think it could be they want. Nine ninety nine a month from every American. So they, what are they going to do? They rather have ten dollars every month forever, right? Then then give you a, a small radio in your car, right? And then when you talk about the radio and electric vehicles, how it started about to cancel AM and this push for having you mentioned military having electric vehicles. How will that be reflected now when we are talking about the debt ceiling? moving with canceling these tax incentives for electric vehicles. It, it is crazy. It, I, nobody could believe it. I had a few congressmen in the office last week, too. And uh, all of a sudden, they wake up and they say, we're going to have electric vehicles? I mean, how do you fight a war? Exactly. Where, where do you plug it in? <laughs> That's right. You bring your own windmill with you to, to charge the uh, military vehicle. John, what you have described regarding these disparities and also the realities on the ground shows how ridiculous this has become. They've not thought about the practicalities of how to properly scale up. It is ridiculous when looking at these notions and ideas coming from the hallways of Congress and by bureaucrats. Yes. What we truly need is common sense ideas, principled ideas. John, in your excellent book, How Far Do You Want to Go?, you share about the key guiding principles that led you to succeed in your endeavors, and you call them your own personal cheat sheet, should you ever forget what got you here. You said that you have been compiling these invaluable principles quietly your entire life. John, could you kind of share some of those key guiding principles with our listening audience? You need, in the book, uh, How Far Do You Want to Go?, uh, which is available on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble, and it's common sense. Mm. And it, it, it seems like that there's less common sense uh, in our country. And success, hard work will bring success. Common sense will bring success. Keeping your nose clean will, will be success. I mean, it, it's just, and you know, I find we're, we're selling a lot of books. And you know who's buying it? I see that fathers and grandfathers are buying it for their kids and their grandkids to help them understand how to become successful. Absolutely. Right. right. We'll never forget where we came from. A couple of weeks ago, we had a Greek Independence Day. And look, I'm an American. Right. But my, my parents, my grandparents, my great-grandparents came from, from Greece. And so when I celebrate Greek Independence Day, I am celebrating on my my forefathers, my grandparents, my great-grandparents, to respect them. And what I find in life, when you respect your, your elders, when you respect where you came from, it makes you a better person. Mm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We really enjoyed reading your book and we would recommend all of our listeners to get a copy of How Far Do You Want to Go? And one of the aspects that was very important also in your life is that through your entire book, you have weaved in the importance of your family in, in your success. And you dedicated the book, How Far Do You Want to Go? to your wonderful mother and father 
who brought you to this great country at the age of six months. You say six months too late for you they to be. Brought me six L months late. I, I, I didn't brought me six months late. I couldn't run for president. Unfortunately, and well, we may we may need to look at the constitution again. Me and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, and also you dedicated to your beloved children, AJ and John Jr., and the love of your life and a great partner. Margo, your sunshine. You call her your sunshine who makes you smile every day. Uh, John, it is wonderful to get to know how close-knit your family is and great contributions that each one of you have been part of. Can you share with us some of your special moments? You like to have a partner, and Margo is my partner, uh, that no matter how bad a day you have and you go home, she will make you smile. You know, and uh, that's special. And I think uh, that's a special gift that people have that when certain people are sad or having a tough day, uh, they, help, they help change it to make it a happier day. John, you recently hosted a special guest on your radio station, 77 WABC Radio, on the current challenges we face in America today and what this leader's thoughts are about working to address them. And this leader was none other than the former president of the United States, President Donald Trump. And what were the two or three things that you took away from that conversation? And I remember that one of the issues that he talked about was America in decline. I know Mr. Trump uh, for 40 years. Uh, we served different charities together and we worked together on charities. And, um, what I found, it was supposed to be a 15-minute interview. It ended up being about 40 minutes. And, and what I found, and you can find it on our website on wabcradio.com, the whole interview, his knowledge mm. of what's going on in the world was very unique. When he was president, uh, we did not have a war for four years. Exactly. We would have never had a problem in Ukraine if he was president because mm. the world leaders respected him. Right. And the one thing that came out with is that there's very little respect right now for some of our politicians in Washington. Uh, the Saudi Arabians and the OPEC nations do not respect them. Mm. Uh, do not respect uh, Washington. Uh, now, Brazil has gone away. Argentina is on the way out. So China and Russia have connected up to create the evil access that you used to see in the James Bond movies, the evil access of power led by Russia, led by China, using their oil assets, the Russian oil assets, to bring in Pakistan to buy oil, to bring in India to buy oil at a discount. Because everybody wants a bargain. So they are using their vast oil as a bargaining chip to bring together all those other nations. And the free world is depending on America to lead the world to its freedom. And I'm very, very much concerned that it's not that it's the free world is not going to be free if we we lose our our ability to to have all the allies on our side versus being on the other side. Absolutely, and American leadership is so crucial at this very juncture. And and I re remember listening to that uh, interview that you had with President Trump, which is available on wabcradio.com. 
Uh, we encourage our listeners to certainly listen to that conversation, John. And he was mentioning one thing after the other from Afghanistan and other areas as well, and how much it is so important for us. Elections have consequences. So if people are on the fence not coming to vote uh, or just saying, well, I'm going to let my neighbor do that, uh, they're really relegating that responsibility to someone else but not taking that personal responsibility. Yes, we need strong leadership in uh, Washington. And like I said to everybody, I'm a middle-of-the-road person. I believe the extreme left or the extreme right is no good. But good Republicans, good Democrats should all sit around the same table along with independents and do what's right for America, not what's right for their, their party. Absolutely. Right. And uh, John, any final thoughts as we wrap up our segment with you? I tell my friends, buy the book, give it to your kids, give it to your grandkids. How far do you want to go? There it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. And Barnes and Noble or Amazon.com. We wanna we want our kids to grow up better than than us. And that's our dream of every immigrant. You guys are immigrants, yeah. I'm an immigrant. We want our kids to be better than us. Absolutely. Right. Thank you so much right. for your time, John, and your continued leadership yeah. and, and, and forming and educating and inspiring all of us uh, to do better and to really work hard to save America. Thank you Thank so you much so for much. your leadership. Thank you, John. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you uh, soon. And we'll definitely see each other in September when our birthdays come up. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That sounds great. I look forward to it. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Take John. care. Take care. This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting Corporation and Supertalk Mississippi Media. Thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Jolan Sami, your co-host, joined by economist Natasha Sardorch, co-founder of International Leaders Summit and the Jerusalem Leaders Summit. America's Roundtable guests include leading voices from business, government, media, energy, technology, healthcare, and the broad policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Spotify. Visit America's Roundtable at americasrt.com. americasrt.com. Follow us on Facebook, America's Roundtable, and Twitter at americasrt. We invite donors and advertisers to reach us by visiting our website. AmericasRT.com